You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vissard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's Angela. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. Always got to do my housekeeping. If you haven't subscribed to this show, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends and family about Your Credit Today and all the amazing tips that you have been learning. If you have office meetings, share this information with your office. Um, Just so you guys know, I'm a professional educator and teacher as well. So if you want to have me out to your office and train your staff, please lean on me and you can send an email to customer service at conquercredit.com. Okay, enough of that crazy corporate stuff. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of today's show. So today what we're talking about is the different FICO scores and the total confusion that a lot of people have about the FICO scoring system and why we actually have three different FICO scores. So the first thing that we have to know and understand is not only do we have three three FICO scores or credit scores, we're going to call them, with each of the agencies, we actually have nine different scores. And let me kind of break that down for you. So there's three different types of scoring systems, okay? Notice I said scoring systems. So the first scoring system is actually our consumer credit scoring system. Now, all three credit agencies, Experian, TransUnion, and CBI Equifax have their own credit scoring system. Experian uses the originator, which is FICO. Equifax uses a system called Beacon, and TransUnion uses a system called Empirica. Okay, now each of these companies, their algorithms are based off of the originators, which are FICO. And what happens is, is that they come up with their own algorithms within an algorithm. Okay, so the other thing to remember is the reason why your FICO scores might be different with each agency is not only because they have their own algorithms that they're using, but also each agency may have a relationship with a different bank than the other. So what am I saying? What I'm saying is, is that X bank, okay, looks at their budget and says, you know what, I don't want to pay because there's a cost for doing business and credit. There's a cost for them reporting your information on a monthly basis. They say, you know what, we don't want to pay all three agencies because that can be very costly. So they look at their yearly budgets and they say, you know what, we only want to pay X credit agency, which might be one or two, and we're not going to report our information with all three credit agencies. You'll actually see that with a lot of collection agencies, um, and you'll see that with small banks or credit unions. They don't report to all three credit agencies. So when you have that type of circumstance or situation, you will now know and understand that that's why if you're looking at TransUnion and that credit uh, union is on TransUnion, but it's not on Experian and Equifax, that's why your TransUnion is a little bit higher because it's actually reporting payment history from a creditor that you have that Experian and Equifax are not reporting credit history on. Okay. Again, the other reason is because each agency has their own 
algorithm that they're using, their own risk assessor. But what's important for me to drive into you right now is that each of the agencies and when you go on their websites and pull a copy of your credit history from either one of those companies, you have to understand that the type of credit report and score that that is, is called your consumer credit score and your consumer credit report. Okay, that's the first type of system that we're talking about. And here's the thing to know and remember. The consumer system is looking at your credit history as a whole. Okay, they're looking at when you first started using credit and up to today, and they're grading you off of that totality. Okay, so hence why their FICO scores are typically a lot higher than what I'm going to explain with the financial FICO scoring. This is the reason is because they're looking at data that's much richer and longer than what a financial institution is looking for. So, again, putting that aside. So anytime you go on to any of these online sites, you go on to credit.com, Experian.com, wherever you go, and it's on a website website, you're actually getting what's called a consumer credit report and a consumer score. And it's important for you to know and recognize that that score that you're looking at, oh, also, a lot of people call me and say, oh, my credit card company actually gives me a copy of my FICO score all the time. And they think because it's coming from a financial institution that that's a financial FICO score, but it's not. Okay, even if it's coming from your credit card company, that still is a consumer credit score and it is not associated to the next one that we're going to be talking about, which is the financial FICO score. Okay, so when you go to these sites and you pull your credit history and let's say you're going to go and buy a house and you're talking to a lender and you say, hey, you know what? My FICO score is 740. The first thing that the broker or the banker should be saying to you is, great, where did you get that information. Because the next one we're going to be talking about that you have three scores with is your financial FICO score. That is going to be a scoring system that all of the banks and the financial institutions use in order to weigh their risk in who you are, how you've spent your money, and the last six years of your history. They're really only interested in the last four to six years of your history. And why is that? Because things change. A lot of people can make a lot of money one year and not so much the next year, and their credit can suffer because of a result of that. So really a lot of banks and financial institutions, once again, they're only interested in the last four to six years. And hence, this is why sometimes, or most of the time, I will tell you, when you have a bank or a financial institution, pull your credit history and you get that financial FICO score, it's going to be lower than what you see on the traditional consumer websites, okay? It's going to be different than what you get from Experian, TransUnion, and CBI Equifax. You have to to be aware of that. Now, how much less is it going to be? I don't know because everybody has a different credit history. Everybody has different debt ratios, amount of accounts, things of that nature. But what I always like to do is look at statistics. So the FICO score difference can be anywhere from 10 points to as much as 80. So this is why it's important that you 
first look at your consumer credit score, kind of see where you're at. Let your banker or your broker know, listen, I understand that the report that I pulled and the FICO score that I pulled is actually a consumer credit score and that the score that you're going to pull up is going to be a financial FICO score, but at least I have a good idea of where I'm at. Also, what consumer reports can show you is your credit to debt ratios, which are going to be really important to the financial FICO score because that's one of the things that they hang their hat on. One of the biggest things, actually, as a matter of fact, I've had so many clients that, you know, go and they're going to buy a house and they only have three credit cards, but they're all maxed out. And they say, I don't understand. I'm a good credit risk, but my FICO score is really low. Well, the problem is, is that all of your credit cards are to the max. And as soon as you pay those down, okay, your FICO score is going to skyrocket. Now, the, the thing that we have to know and remember in that particular scenario and situation, if you are going for a home and you're getting a loan and you do have high debt ratio, but your plans are to pay it down, what I would say is pay it down before you have your lender or broker pull your credit report. And the way that you're going to know when that balance is going to populate on your credit report is two ways. Number one, you're going to monitor your credit because if you've listened to my past shows, friends, you know that identity theft is the number one crime in America. And if you are not monitoring your credit, friend, you are making a big mistake. So putting that aside, it's really important that there's two things that you do. A, you keep an eye on your credit report to see when those balances are updated. And B, what you can do is look at your state statements with those particular credit cards. And at the top right-hand corner, you will see a closing statement date. That's going to tell you the date that that particular creditor populates information electronically to all three credit agencies or to the credit agency that they report information to. And within one to five business days, that information from that date will be populated, updated, and the balance will reflect what your true balance is. And once you do that, then you can go to the mortgage broker or the financial institution because you know that now that your credit cards are paid down, your FICO score is going to be at an all-time high. So again, talking about the financial FICO score, a lot of people say, well, can't I just get a copy of that so I know what's going on and I know what the bank or the financial institution is going to pull on me? <sighs> Unfortunately, no. There are no systems out there that you can pull online as a consumer. The banks actually use something called um, a system that basically pulls information all together and they use specific analytics. And listen, a lot of banks use their own analytics. So you can go from one bank and have a 760 and you can go to another bank and their algorithms are different and get a 740. Okay. So it's important, you know, and understand that there's a lot of unfortunate, uh, uh, misguides in the FICO scoring system. They're, they're trying to fix that. They just haven't done such a good job of that. No offense to you credit agencies out there. You know, I love you. But um, it's just really important to know and understand that each agency has the ability to put together their own algorithm. So your financial FICO score, once you get a copy of that, you should always ask your loan agent or your broker or your banker if you can have a copy of that. And typically what they'll do is they'll mail that 
out to you so that you know what your FICO score is. And moving right along to the third one that we want to know about is the auto FICO score. Okay. Now that's loosely based on the amount of automobiles that you've purchased over the life of your credit. So if you've never purchased an automobile, if you've never leased an automobile, then you don't have an auto score. And they're going to base most of their scoring patterns and algorithms on your credit to debt ratios. But if you have uh, financed a car or leased a car, then chances are, and if you have good credit, by the way, if you don't have good credit, you know that's what Conquer Credit Management is for. So go to our website, give us a call if you need our help, 818-530-0200. We're the experts. Depend on us. All right. So anyway, so talking about uh, auto loans and auto scores. So those are what the scores are based off of. They're based off of the past history that you've had with any automobiles. And let's let's just say this, friend. If you've had any late payments with a previous automobile, your auto FICO score is going to be a little bit lower. Okay. If you still have an automobile that you're making payments on and you're buying a new automobile, it might be a little bit lower because you have the debt, but it's only a red flag for that particular bank to know that you have another automobile that you're still financing. But nonetheless, those are the three different types of FICO scores. Once again, we have consumer, financial, and auto scores, and each of those have three scores. So your consumer score is going to have three scores. Scores, your financial score is going to have three scores, and your auto score is going to have three scores. But they're all predicated and baselined from all three agencies. Again, they're just different algorithms that they're using. This is really super important information. You should be sharing this with your coworkers, sharing this with your spouse, your friends, your kids. Really important information that they need to know. One more thing that I'm going to add is that people ask me all the time, you know, I'm shopping for a car, talking about the auto uh, FICO model. I'm shopping for a car and I'm going to all of these dealerships and they're pulling my credit. Well, friend, you shouldn't have that done. Number one, the reason for that is, is that you don't want to give your social security number, your personal information to 10 different auto lots. Okay. Because again, Identity theft, number one crime in America. The more times you give your information out, the more risk you have. So what I always tell my clients and my friends to do is go and pull a consumer copy of your credit history and your FICO score and bring it with you. And when you find the car that you like and you're ready to make a deal, sit down with the car salesman and his financial manager and say, look, this is a copy of my credit history. This is a copy of my score. I do realize that this is a consumer consumer score and that the score that you're going to pull is maybe a little bit different, but this is what you're working with. So tell me what I'm working with. What's my payment going to be? What's this going to look like, you know, so that you don't have 10 different companies pulling your credit report. So that was just a little nugget, a little tip from A to the N to the G. I hope you're enjoying all of this content. Again, if you have any questions, uh, you have any comments about what I'm talking about, make sure to email us at customer service at Dot com. This is Angela, and I'm signing out.